0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Extra Expertise. Today we're talking to Dr. Sebastian Teidmann. Sebastian is an assistant professor in finance and accounting here at the Business School. We're talking to Sebastian today about his latest research on the role of gender in the aggressive questioning of CEOs during earnings conference calls. The research has just been published in the Accounting Review. Sebastian, good morning. Good to talk to you again.
1: Thanks for taking your time, Toby. Good to talk to you.
0: Our understanding of, of your research is that you've looked at this issue of verbal aggressiveness. Now, I think, I guess to some people that would mean shouting and, and swearing, but for the purposes of our audience, can you define what you mean in this context when you say verbal aggressiveness?
1: Verbal aggressiveness in the context of our study is a measure for how challenging questions are to answer. Our study is set up on earnings conference calls. So we look at the questioning behavior of analysts to executives. So this is a highly professional setting. It is a setting uh, which is monitored by, by news media, by journalists. So we wouldn't expect to observe those verbal aggressiveness measures that have been used to identify behavior in non-professional settings. So we don't talk about name calling, bullying, all that. So it's really about um, verbal aggressiveness being a measure for how challenging questions are to answer. And also
0: for the benefit of our audience, I'm sure some of them will be familiar with this, but for, for everyone, can you give us the background of what is it, a earnings conference call?
1: Earnings conference calls are meetings or events where companies inform analysts and other stakeholders, such as journalists or investors, about their current earnings situations, their their past performance, and also provide them with some outlook about the short-term future. And they tend to occur every quarter. So you would have quarterly earnings conference calls. And these calls are highly informative to the analysts and the other stakeholders. And they are also at the same time structured. So you do have a first half where the management would present their view of the company of the past quarter. And then you would have a Q and A, which is a moderated section where analysts and other stakeholders are then allowed to ask questions. So our study really focuses on those questions within the Q and A. So within the second part of the conference call.
0: And your research then has looked at the differences between male, female analysts, CEOs. So what was the issue or the problem
1: you were looking to address in your research? The key constructs that we are really interested in: one is the gender, one is verbal aggressiveness. We know from past research that the way how analysts ask questions in the Q&A differs in terms of sentiment and how positive, how negative those questions are. But we know relatively little in terms of how verbally aggressive those questions are. So how tough do analysts make it to CEOs to answer those questions? That's a novel concept we introduced to earnings conference calls. These measures have been used by prior research, political science and journalism research, where they looked at how tough questions are to US presidents. So we first introduce those measures and we find that verbally aggressive questions occur quite frequently. We find, for instance, that analysts would use follow-up questions in two out of three conference calls. So every analyst would use follow-up questions quite frequently. Then the key research question we address then after we identified that verbal aggressiveness is a common phenomenon in earnings conference call is to see whether the gender of the analyst and the gender of the CEO that would field a question would have an impact on how verbally aggressive the questions by analysts are. And I'm sure we talk about the results in more detail in a bit, but the key finding we have is that indeed gender does matter on the verbal aggressiveness.
0: What I'm sure everyone would be very keen to hear is what were the major differences between, let's say, male analysts, female analysts versus male, female CEOs?
1: Verbal aggressiveness is a multidimensional construct. There's not one thing that defines verbal aggressiveness when it comes to asking questions. So what we do is we identify four distinct measures for verbal aggressiveness. So we have follow-up questions, basically an instance where you ask an initial question, you get a reply by the management, and then you ask a subsequent question that's verbally aggressive because you signal that you're not happy with the initial reply received from management. So that's why that's verbally aggressive. The second measure, negative questions. Those are questions where you would have formulations, wouldn't it, couldn't it, so isn't it true, isn't it inevitable? And those questions are rather assertions because they imply a certain statement. The third one are preface statements. As an analyst, you would make a statement before you ask the actual question. The fourth measure is directness, so a lack of self or other references. So you could say, for instance, a question, may I ask or could I ask? So you basically make those questions weaker. So a verbally aggressive question would be a question without any sort of self or other reference, um, hereby making the question more direct. Those four measures directness, preface statements, follow-up questions, and negative questions. And for all those four measures, we find that male analysts are more verbally aggressive than female analysts are. And that to a really meaningful extent, so a couple of percentage points, depending on the measure, we'd find that male analysts would be more verbally aggressive than female analysts are. And that difference is even more pronounced when the CEO is a female. So one of the major
0: findings was when you have a male analyst questioning a female CEO, the
1: aggressiveness
0: of the questioning goes up
1: exactly and i believe this is a really significant finding because what it implies is an in-group bias based on gender so given that we find male analysts to be already more verbally aggressive than female analysts this is a really significant result so we find that the difference between female and male analysts even doubles when the ceo is a female so if you're a female ceo yeah so the bad news there is you'll have a tough life answering questions from male analysts because they will be even tougher on you compared to female analysts and compared to male analysts asking male CEOs. There's a lot of research showing that female CEOs are less likely to become CEOs. They're more likely to become CEOs at firms when they're poorly performing. So they have a really a tough career trajectory of becoming a CEO. And our finding now really complements that research by showing even if they made it to the top, once they become a CEO of a company they'll still get more challenging questions. So they have a harder time presenting their success in earnings conference calls compared to their male counterparts. And we believe it's just something that's really important, not just for the CEOs themselves, but it's also something we as a society and investors should be really aware of. Because what we also know is that the way how analysts ask questions sends signal to the capital market, so investors do follow those conference calls, and when they see that analysts ask verbally aggressive questions, that might then signal to them that analysts are not happy with the conference calls, but our study really shows this might be to some extent only really driven by an in-group bias simply based on gender.
0: Interesting. Have you looked at what are some of the possible reasons for this happening?
1: There's a lot of research um, on gender-related differences, how we communicate in a way, how we think, and also how we behave at the workplace. So we know that in general, men tend to be more competitive. They also tend to perceive that as a more acceptable measure to be competitive, to to show that competitiveness also in the workplace. So there's also a lot of research showing that men tend to be more verbally aggressive in non-professional settings. So our key contribution here is to show that those mindsets, those values that we have, based on societies, based on our education. And our cultural background translate to a professional setting as well. And then the second part of our finding that we find that male analysts are more verbally aggressive towards female analysts, and um, this is really driven by psychology theory on an in-group bias. So we identify ourselves basically as men, and when we now communicate with another woman, this is basically an out-of-group communication. So we tend to be more aggressive, or we tend to be less polite, uh, less friendly with people from another group. Basically, we prefer to communicate with people within our own group because this is something that gives us self-identity self-esteem so when we now communicate as a man with a woman this is something where we while we might be more verbally aggressive and that's how we build our theory in the paper as well this research has got quite a few implications
0: starting off with female leaders in, in the finance industry and actually just generally in other industries what would you say are some of the implications for them and, and also the implications for
1: men that they work with overall, what I would put as a big theme is just be aware of gender related differences. And if you're working in a company, you're a female CEO, or you're a female team leader, and you have a situation where where you have a question set up, say you, you have a funding event, you have different people attending the funding event, or in our case, conference calls, you meet with investors, you meet with analysts, try to ensure you have a broad mix of participants, different genders. So you have a diverse mix of male versus female analysts, male versus female investors. And if you get questions by male analysts, don't be confused by them being verbally aggressive, because to some extent that might just really mirror gender-related characteristics. And I think for companies, let's say broker firms that would send analysts to specific company events, such as earnings conference calls, really be aware of gender-related differences and really think about having a gender-diverse team setup. So not only sending male analysts, but also female analysts to really benefit also from different question strategies. So it's not really just about verbal aggressiveness or not being not verbally aggressive, but that also then might have implications on the type of questions that would be asked. So there's a lot of further research is needed to get a full understanding of how men and women would differ in their questioning behavior.
0: The research you've done was based very much on the investment community. How do you see this translating to other areas of professional life? Mm
1: I think the key insight here is that men and women do communicate differently, not just in general, but also at the workplace. Even when we have a professional background, we observe gender-related differences. And within companies, it makes a lot of sense to have diverse teams when you have meetings, when you set up boards, when you set up committees. It really makes sense to have a gender-diverse workforce, a diverse committee, and really benefit from the different linguistic styles that these individuals have. And then also, it is something where the leaders of a company should be quite aware of differences in the way how their employees communicate so when they need to evaluate their male versus their female employees they should be aware of that some of the differences the way how they communicate at a workplace might simply be due to gender related differences.
0: Sebastian we'll have to leave it there but that was a fascinating insight into your research thank you very much indeed.
1: Thank you Toby for taking the time was a great pleasure thank you.